When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2816, On Great Teachers and the Remarkable Life, a Deliberate Practice Case Study, Part 1, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year. And now today's article is a little longer than normal, so I'll read the first half today and then finish up the rest tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one as we optimize your life. On Great Teachers and the Remarkable Life, A Deliberate Practice Case Study, Part 1, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Predicting Greatness The impact of teachers is profound. If you rank the world's countries by their students' academic performance, the U.S. is somewhere in the middle. In a 2009 New Yorker article, Malcolm Gladwell notes that replacing the bottom 6% to 10% of public school teachers with teachers of average quality could be enough to close the gap between our current position and the top-ranked countries. Quote, your child is actually better off in a bad school with an excellent teacher than in an excellent school with a bad teacher, Gladwell concludes. But there's a problem, quote, no one knows what a person with the potential to be a great teacher looks like, end quote, or at least according to Gladwell. Teaching for America, a nonprofit that recruits outstanding college graduates to teach in low-income school districts, disagrees. This organization is fanatical about data, For the past 20 years, they've gathered massive amounts of statistics on their teachers in an attempt to figure out why some succeed in the classroom and some fail. They then work backwards from these results to identify what traits best predict a potential recruit's success. As Amanda Ripley reports in a comprehensive look inside the Teach for America process published in the Atlantic Monthly, the results of this outcome-based approach to hiring are humbling. I came into this with a bunch of theories, the former head of admissions at Teach for America told Ripley, quote, I was proven wrong at least as many times as I was validated, end quote. When Teach for America first started 20 years ago, applicants were subjectively scored by interviewers on 12 general traits like communication ability. A sample interview question, what is wind? By contrast, if you're one of the 35,000 students who applied in 2009, a pool that included 11% of Ivy League seniors, 30 data points gathered from a combination of questionnaires, demonstrations, and interviews were fed into a detailed quantitative model that returned a hiring recommendation. This data-driven approach seems to work. As Ripley reports, in 2007, 24% of Teach for America teachers advanced their students at least one and a half grade levels or more. Two years later, as the organization's models continue to evolve, this number has almost doubled to 44%. I'm fascinated by Teach for America for a simple reason. The traits they discovered at the core of great teaching are unmistakably a variant of deliberate practice. Not the pure coach-driven practice of professional athletes and chess grandmasters, 
but a hardy, adaptable strain that's applicable to almost any field. Put another way, these outstanding teachers may have unwittingly cracked the code for generating a remarkable life. Inside the classroom of an outstanding teacher. In her Atlantic piece, Ripley recounts an afternoon spent in the math classroom of William Taylor, a teacher in Southeast Washington, D.C., who ranks in the top 5% of all math teachers in the district. When Taylor enters the classroom, his students fall into a strictly choreographed interaction. Good morning, he calls. Good morning, the students answer. The period begins with mental math. Taylor calls out problems which the students answer in their heads. They then write their solutions on orange index cards, which they all hold up at the same time. If some kids get it wrong, they have not embarrassed themselves, Ripley notes. But Taylor now knows who needs more attention. After mental math, Taylor teaches the class a new method for long division. The students try the strategy in groups of four, each led by a team leader that rotates on a regular basis. Taylor found that students were more receptive to help from their fellow students. After having the students try the method on their own, Taylor begins calling them up to the board, selecting names at random to ensure no one is overlooked. I try, but I can't find a child who isn't talking about math, Ripley recalls about her afternoon in the classroom. The class continues with a spirited game of multiplication bingo. Before the students leave, they have to answer a final problem on a slip of paper that they hand to Taylor at the door, another method for him to assess who is still struggling with the day's material. What makes great teachers great? Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled On Great Teachers and the Remarkable Life, a Deliberate Practice Case Study by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Thank you to Cal. I don't know about you, but that math class sounds a lot more interesting, dare I say fun, than some classes I took. But in any case, I completely agree that the teacher is so important for the student. I went to a decent college. It's not a major university by any means. Well, I actually started in the UC system, but I didn't like how most of the classes were massive. Or if they were small, it was a teacher's assistant teaching instead of the actual professor. It just wasn't for me personally. So I ended up transferring to a smaller private college. And that's where this idea really started hitting me and affected my life. I could have a class in a topic that I was really interested in and absolutely dislike the class and the topics, everything about it. And then yet I could have a class on a topic like, I don't know, anthropology that I have virtually no interest in and find it incredibly enlightening and something I'll never forget, all because of the teacher. It's amazing to me how much they shape our lives. It's so important. So if you're doing that work as a teacher, that's appreciated. Hopefully this article brings up some things to consider. And if you're not in this field or a teacher like me, it's still worth thinking about since teachers play such a large role in our lives. And we're all kind of doing some kind of teaching somehow, even if not formally. But that's just the first half of this post, so stay tuned for tomorrow where we'll finish this up and where your optimal life awaits.